What is good, everyone? I am DJ Whipopotamus, and you are listening to WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Raleigh. We are a student-run nonprofit radio station based at North Carolina State University. Here with me today are the co-hosts of the Very Whack Show. Let's go! A mm. podcast that covers both the national and hip-hop local scenes. What's good with y'all? How you doing? Good. It's, it's amazing to so be good. back. So good, so good. Doing Amazing to be good. back here. Can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick, could each of you introduce yourselves? Um, let people know where you're from and what else you do besides podcasts. Look at SK grabbed the mic. He's like, I'm, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Go ahead. Me? It's me first. I am uh, SK the Novelist. I grew up in Asheville, North Carolina. In uh, 1995, I was born. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. NC State alumni, WKNC alumni. Old stomping grounds. I'm very honored and nostalgic yeah. to be back Move in the shaker out here. Come on, don't yeah. be excited. Don't be shy. Former yeah. yeah. hip hop music direct. Come on. Yeah, man. Well, okay. All those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> music legends. director underground. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. We're in the presence of legends. Something like that. Okay, be humble like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going. Okay, I guess I'm talking all the. I'm the one talking all the mess. <laughs> DJ Iron Mike, you know what it is. Also known as Charles Morris on the uh, journalistic tip. Uh, yeah. <laughs> former underground underground music director over here at WKNC. Used to work with, you know, with my man SK over here. Also DJ for Juice Lord. If anybody rec- recognizes my voice, I was interviewing with Juice Lord a couple oh, yeah. months ago. Yeah, yeah. A fun time. Dang, um, they let you back in here for that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forgot about that. It was just like a couple months ago? This. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was lit. Dang. That's what's up. Who's next? Cool. Um, I'm Cosmo. Um, I'm a producer, a former NC State alumni from Chapel Hill originally. Um, cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, I am Lord D-Rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate you so I much. Am a <laughs> <laughs> I am a uh, I am a local rapper from Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. That's about it. That's Queen all you need City. to know about me. <laughs> So you you like you play it down like you talk so much crap. I don't know why I started sweating as soon as you started talking. Less is more. This is dope. So this is basically like a warm up because our for our season we're gonna start recording our season premiere this week. Hell yeah! And uh, this is like our little warm up that. So thanks for having us up here, man. Yeah, for sure. I'm real excited to have you. And Jamie, shout out to Jamie. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Jamie in the back. Everyone at WKC is gonna be jealous now. Jamie doesn't show her face in many interviews, so I'm honored. I mean, celebrities in the building, you know what I mean? It's, For it's real. Boss talk. Yeah. That's how you know. That's how we know we got legends. We almost had the full the, the full uh, boss roster because my daughter almost came with Word, us. Word, yeah. But well, she was sick, so. Now, this is a lot of fun. I've actually listened to every episode of your podcast so far. and Really? Like, That's yeah, awesome. I oh, wow. feel like I'm Thank in you, it. man. Yeah, of course. It, it's fun. It's a whole lot of fun listening. Yeah. We're at that phase of like every listener counts. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel it. I we'll feel it. it. Yeah. Honestly, same here. You can tell, <laughs> yeah. you can tell by the surprise in my voice. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? <laughs> you actually Holy like crap. what we do? This, this, <laughs> it's, it's cool being with you. I feel like I'm on the podcast right now. Oh, uh, yeah. You just bring energy. Anytime you want to come through, man, you know. We WKC should return. love. We show the love. We should man. return the favor, man. Oh That'd man, that would be dope. And we, It'd be we dope rock with on the other do. side. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Because I mean, we I was talking, I was telling SK about all the stuff you do. Because we really respect the fact that you're out here, like in in the community. Yeah, like a lot of yeah. people come through to WKNC and they're just students and they just want to be around indie music and and that's cool. But like you know, you all, you 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 go the extra mile to actually be a part of the community. So we respect that. That's you know hey, that's, that's why we're that's here. Love. Man, so. I really appreciate that for real. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. You know. But yeah, let's let's get into your podcast, the Very Wax Show. That's right. Um, how long have you been doing the podcast? When did it start? One season. Um, well, some, I don't know what time. Wait, like that I equals. think so. Officially, <laughs> we were going to we we're going to launch on another radio network um, that SK knows. Oh, for um, real? Probably would have been like about a year and a half ago at this point. Yeah, we were uh, my homies from Asheville um have a a nonprofit radio station out there as well. Oh, word. And we were we were um That's interesting. in the works, but it was more in a startup phase at the time. Yeah, we wanted yeah. to kind of get the ball rolling for us, so Yeah. We just uh kind of rolled it out in a more independent way, see where we it. could get our feet feet going this yeah. way. But um but yeah. So. In, a, in an unofficial capacity, probably a year and a half. In yeah, an official like capacity, that. probably yeah. a year, we, nine we months. We recorded a ton of content 
that we never and then that we yeah. never got yeah aired or anything because like stuff at on the admin side at that startup station just wasn't coming together yeah. that quickly yeah yeah i hear that and so we were just kind of like you know we had we we got our like chemistry together like we got into a good flow and had a bunch of content recorded and just nothing really happened so so we were just like all right you know what screw it like this is fun we love we love doing it it's something to do yeah. get us out of the house Facts. you know and it you know honestly for me it was like i haven't i hadn't hung out with d-rock in years literally <laughs> so yeah and so like it was really good we used to hang out all the time when i went to state and so it was like a you know a reunion of sorts. Right. It was like, oh, we gotta keep doing this. So. Yeah, so so which one of y'all went to state? It was all of us. Okay, okay. I thought there was one that didn't. That's nah, lit. Nah, nah, Hell we yeah. all did. Um y'all mind if I ask what y'all studied? Yeah. yeah. I did uh, entrepreneurship with uh, arts entrepreneurship Yeah. minor. Shout out Beckman. Yeah. I think you sir. T- did you comment I Beckman? Just did. Did? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. in his class right he, now. He commented Beckman would be proud on one of my posts. <laughs> that video you had is, was clean, bro. Like Thank that's you, like exactly yeah. what he preaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Beckman Beckman is probably the most valuable one of the most valuable teachers I had. Honestly, shout house. out Dr. B real quick. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're all from the church of Beckman, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> I told him actually uh yesterday I, I told him that y'all mentioned him in your podcast, and he was really excited. That's like, what's yeah, up. Yeah, he, he has I nothing but love to say. Yeah, that's what's up. About both of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got to send that his way. I don't yeah, think for real, we, yeah. we for need sure. to have Beckman in here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for yeah, real. That's a good idea. Damn. More legends. <laughs> he got some game for real. <laughs> <laughs> You're not lying. You're not lying. Oh, that's funny. So, um, well, D. what'd you study? Yeah, I mean, oh, my bad. it's 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 kind of like repetitive. I feel we all we were we all, all entrepreneurship, right? Minor. That was our minors, yeah. I was uh, entrepreneurship major, and I think me, oh, okay. SK, and Cosmo. That's oh really? We, yeah. We, well, I left. I left. I went right. to go IT, but uh, I was. Oh our yeah, that's right. Major. That's right. That's right. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I did PR. Yeah. So, all right. Communications. That's what's up. Oh, can't get away from it. So, um, how did y'all come up with the name for your podcast, The Very Wack Show? Um, I'm trying to remember. I think it was, it was, I, did I, did I come up with it? I think I don't, I don't know. Do, do, can I credit myself for that? Because I'm pretty sure I came up with it. <laughs> sure. <you can. laughs> yeah, if if yeah, nobody's yeah. claimed it, whoever called <laughs> okay. it. Okay. I, I remember I, I wanted it to be something about just like terrible takes um, because yeah. uh, one of us, is known for having a lot of those. Yeah, um, King. And <laughs> yeah. Wonder who that is. And that was kind of like a central <laughs> idea for the show was just to like air out a bunch of really dumb stuff. It's um, uh, SK stands for sh- take King. <laughs> that's true. I have no things. rebuttal. I wasn't prepared for a rebuttal, so I'll just I'll eat that. Yeah, that's true. No, uh, I think we were doing the thing where you come up with a bunch of words that associate with what you want the show to mean, right? Didn't we do something like that? And what, like a team building exercise? Uh, something like that. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think so. But I can't... don't. I do not remember that. <laughs> not, not like I think officially. You did that at your job. We, we didn't have like a. <laughs> did we do like trust falls down. afterwards or yeah. something like that? Oh, but didn't we? Uh, we threw out a bunch of bad, you know, bad, no good, whack, and then we landed on that. We yeah. Like, oh, we're gonna run with that. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I think yeah. it was something like that. Oh. No, nah, I mean it sounds really good. Like, like I said, like it's a whole lot of fun listening to y'all, even when y'all don't have guests. But y'all, y'all have some really cool guests too, and they just they provide a lot of valuable insights. I feel like. Into yeah, that's, the I mean that's the thing. Like, yeah. we, I mean not to toot my own horn. No, do it. Our own horn. <laughs> <laughs> but like, being that's like we've been like you know we've, like working for WKNC, like we've been in the community for a while. Yeah. And we've come up, we've made some really good friendships and connections with people, and you know that's, I feel like. What we bring, we've never been on some. There's a lot of like janky promoters out there, and like right. people that are looking to yeah, you know, take advantage of artists. And directors. I feel like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those emails, <laughs> exactly. And like, we've, I know, and I could, I think I could say the same thing for SK. We always made a point of like not being like that and just like trying to like really build relationships. Yeah. So, and that's I, that's what we try to bring into the to the uh, to the podcast of just like organic, just like chilling with people. I'd rather like hang out with the artists. I, like when I was interviewing artists here, I always felt like it was better to just like get a vibe with people than to just like ask them like a billion questions. Yeah. Like they're gonna get asked anyway, you know, yeah. at any other place. So, you know, we try to bring that that spirit into the podcast. I feel that, yeah, kind of free form, you know. I also think like the the pandemic just slowing down like shows, the ability mm-hmm. for people to go out and like throw shows and yeah. book shows. Like I feel like a lot of people had a creative kind of gap for a while there, and 
Um, I know I did at least. Yeah, but being able to, to get with like my guys that. and do that, and then extend that, you know, to other people who may be going through the same kind of creative, uh, you know, holdup. And uh, it just it was it was cool to use use our network to to kind of one hand washes the other in that regard. Facts. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that just goes to show how far relationships can take you in this sure. industry. Honestly, sure. I think it'll take you the furthest. Right, that's probably the most important thing. Networking, maybe for relationship real. building, for oh. real, and extortion. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> oh, that's real. <laughs> um, so yeah, how would y'all describe the show? I kind of gave a little summary, but how would y'all put it in your words? I feel like the show is topically about rap, but at the end of the day, it's just a combination of like all of our personalities. Where yeah, we all live in the same space, but we all do slightly different things, right? So like, yeah. Cosmo's a producer for the most part, right? I'm kind of like a producer rapper, SK mm-hmm. Raps, Charles DJs. We all have our own different relationships with the people we have on the podcast. Right. And we all have just like wildly different takes on things. Yeah. You know? We have people yeah. who just will stand Drake so hard. Yeah. <laughs> For hard. no reason. Right? <laughs> who, who is this guy? I feel it. I forgot his name. I feel it. But honestly, I feel like the biggest piece of it just started from SK and his takes, you know? On yeah. Facebook, yeah. making crazy wild takes that the comment sections just get so fiery. That's right. With That's, that was just SK. Going back and forth, back and forth. It still happens to this day. <laughs> That's what's keeping the cast alive. Not, not as much, but you ever see the Facebook memories that pop up from like the year prior? And you're like, ooh, I really shouldn't Yo. say that. <laughs> yeah. And then you click who liked it or interacted, and there's like ad friend. Is it like the bottom of it? It's like, dang. I always wonder which take it was that <laughs> made them pull the, pull the trigger. And, yeah. That that brings me back to I forget what episode it was, but y'all were talking about when when y'all were at WKNC, someone interviewed someone, and SK was like, "I'll I'll slap the bald off your face" or something like that. Oh, uh, that was that was D Rock actually. That was, <laughs> that was, oh yeah, it wasn't an interview. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so context. you put it out there, so you yeah, can put it out again. It was smack, it right? It was uh, smack. It was smack. <laughs> So SMAC, if, for people who don't know, runs the biggest rap league in the world, the battle rap league, right? Yeah. And SK posted a picture with SMAC, and I've been known to be an internet troll. Like, SK is unintentionally <laughs> okay. a troll. I like, he just posts up. takes. I'm more an intentional troll. So, so, I, so I have, like, bad takes. He has, like, malicious takes. There's <laughs> malice there. Either. Go ahead, continue. Yeah, but I posted, I, I don't know what what the first sentence was, but I said, I ought to smack the sunglasses off of his bald head because he's bald. <laughs> and there was really no, there was nothing behind that whatsoever, but, like, people were responding, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, that's a crazy thing to say, you know? But, yeah. um, yeah. So, of course, we started a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. That's what I knew. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, we let's show up, to, let's show up to the next South by Southwest and see who actually pays attention to the comments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, put, just put D-Rock in the middle of the of the press room. Need extra security. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't think there will be enough. <laughs> How wild would that be, though? Like, Because like, Anderson, another WKNC alum, is like, doing his thing in URL. So how wild oh, would it yeah. be if we all went to a URL event and Smack was like, you're that dude. They always say that, but here's my thing. He runs a rap battle league, yeah, right? True. Where literally people get paid to say terrible, terrible things about him. <laughs> I highly doubt that his a hundred and whatever million dollar worth of whatever, you yeah. know, He's that concerned about, but my that's like, that, would be like, that would be like the very wag, you know, like the very wag remix of like Curb Your Enthusiasm. We're like, that's the <laughs> one that like really got him. That's what you think. Like, that's it's the like one you show that up. really got him. He's, he's like, like, hey man, come over here Derek for a quick Armour, second. Derek Armour, huh? <laughs> come, come over here for a quick second. I'm like, huh? well, what's smack up, man? The, the glasses off my bald head, huh? <laughs> <laughs> do it. Do it. It's good. I'm right here, B. I mean, he might appreciate it. He might even appreciate it. Who knows? Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, let's let's do a podcast. <laughs> like Anderson couldn't get himself canceled and kicked off of URLs, but you will be. Yeah, but I, well, Anderson's career is over once he finds out me and Anderson are friends. Yeah. What is URL? Uh, Ultimate Rap League, yeah. right? Ultimate Rap League. Yeah. Is, is that what I saw on your Instagram? Uh, uh the battle rap. Uh, so you might have seen clips from uh, oh the, of me battling that yeah. was on a league called I Battle, oh, which okay. is also similarly out of New York. Uh, and a lot of their guys end up going on URL, which is okay. Cool. If I had to compare it, URL is probably like the NBA of it all. And Word, okay. It's kind of like working up to that. Yeah. So, 
And our good buddy Anderson, who is alumni at WKNC, just got uh, his first like main stage battle. Hell yeah! On there, which is really cool. Yeah, I love to hear. Quick that. footnote on that though. Yeah. There's a little piece of trivia. <laughs> SK is actually very popular in the URL community. I am amongst, amongst <laughs> fans. And they talk about it in Reddit. Like you come up in Reddit a lot. Oh, I do. As the dude who looked like oh. he was lost. <laughs> the dude in Shut. the background who looked like he was like, lost on stage. SK will stand on any stage on any battle, regardless of what's going on, with his mouth completely agape. <laughs> so like, it's, it's it bad. doesn't matter if it's like the craziest battle bars or if a guy's yeah. like, "You smell bad." <laughs> SK looks like he just heard like the wildest <laughs> rap scheme he's it's ever like heard the, in his the life. Wow emoji. I feel it. 30-minute periods at a time. Yeah, no, uh, we went out to London on a whim, me and Anderson and our buddy Dustin. And and then we know a guy named T-Top, who Iron Mike also knows. And you guys may have met T-Top. Did you meet T-Top? I don't know. Shout out T-Top. Anyways, he's he's on URL a lot. He's from Fuquay Arena reps like Raleigh and Fuquay. But anyways, we went out there, and he actually got us up on stage and treated us pretty dope just for traveling that far yeah help. but then of course i i realized after the fact like i was standing on stage with like my <laughs> mouth open in amazement the whole time you're uh, like a you're feel celebrity you, and it's, it's always wild. funny to watch like the takes like people like theorizing on what was up with you yeah. <laughs> yeah. People, right. like There's oh yeah theories. he was on those drugs yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm like dude i was just i was dehydrated <laughs> just trying to stay alive <laughs> oh man it's tough out there damn you, you got whole theories on you yeah, it's cool. They've got like it's URL cool. fan theories about SK. That's the a sign of success. It's, crazy. <laughs> it's sign of something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, one thing he, I mean, he can't really say is like he is one of few Caucasian people to be standing on those stages. So he really That's stands true. out. I feel yeah. it. And he looks like literally like where's where's Waldo? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. Waldo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They do it. They just say it's just Waldo, though, because they found me. Yeah. Yeah. This is in London. This is in London. Oh, man, that's lit. How was London? It was cool. It was cool. It was yeah. a couple couple years ago at this point, but it was okay. it was fun. Um, yeah, we uh, we just uh, went out there just for that event, but we ended up staying for like a whole week. Uh, Expedia.com. Uh, <laughs> is that a plug? <laughs> Hashtag not a sponsor. No, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Did you eat jelly deals? Out there? Uh, no, I don't no. think so. Any jelly no. deals? No, we had Burger King. That or, was the, or a toast sandwich. We had a Burger King next to our hotel. Oh, that's wild. It is weird. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't feel like can't very, get away from it. It's not a very London thing. To do, <laughs> I got in one of them red telephone things. Of course, took a picture. Oh yeah, uh, Big Ben was under construction, so I Those... couldn't take a really like oh, stereotypical damn. photo, of yeah, a peace sign or anything. So but... they still have phone booths in the UK. Yeah, I don't know if people use it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I got in there. Didn't too. they get rid of them in New York? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. they're all gone. <laughs> Did they have the red ones? Like just like the no, London no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I, thought, I thought maybe they get they had the same phone booth guy. No, I don't no. know. Phone booths are just <laughs> a wonder of the past guy now. Built nah, New York, they were just they were like purely made out of glass and they were like covered in like paint oh. marker graffiti and like crackheads yeah. taking a nap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shelter. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, um, yeah, so um, y'all talk a lot about the local hip-hop scene. I was wondering if y'all could kind of describe to me what the triangle music scene is like and kind of how it has evolved over time. Man. That's you, man. That's me? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I'm an old guy. Yeah, that's, like, that's, the resi- that's, that's my Tell role. Tell us about I'm the resident old guy that's seen it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. The, the, the music scene is, like, it's evolved, like, really well since I started working in the scene i started I, I started you know doing shows and being around the scene like 2012 when i first got out of the army and uh you know just it used to be a thing where like you could be really dope and just absolutely no one gave a damn yeah you know yeah and they, they had a lot of people like that mm-hmm. and everything was like big uh little, little brother little brother big i always <laughs> big brother <laughs> no, little brother <laughs> <laughs> Little brother was like, you know, this monolith in the in the triangle area and like if you weren't like down with like Ninth Wonder and the people he works with and you weren't going to get any kind of shine or any kind of shows or anything. And like over the past like 10 years that's really evolved a lot and to the point where like, you know, got so many different kinds of sounds. Yeah, you know, it's not honestly. just people doing boom bap, it's not just people mm-hmm. doing soul beats. Mm-hmm. Like you got people making trap, you got people making yeah. alt rap, you got people making 
metal rat metal traps. It's so dope. All kinds of stuff. So it's it's really been awesome to watch and be a part of, you know. Honestly, I'm, yeah. I feel like we can take a little bit of credit for helping that, helping foster that, you know? Yeah, man. Flex on him right quick. Dirt off your shoulders. <laughs> no, I had a funny, um, Charles, I got to thank Charles for like kind of expanding my view of the local rap scene at first when I got here. I just, a lot of what I was going through was the the cypher at NC State, which obviously like yeah. is a huge part of like Riley yeah. Hip Hop, of course, yeah. but that was like most of my exposure. So it's like at the time, it's like, how's the how's the scene going lately? I'm like, yeah, you know, the cypher's been going pretty well or whatever. But Charles is like, you know, maybe you should come to some shows or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, That's what I'm telling people yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, I've, it's, um, I, I, I got a pretty similar take to Charles, I guess. I, I, you know, him and I went to so many shows throughout the years. Um, and uh, I think a lot of the people that WKNC put on, even with Double Barrel, was a reflection of some of the the more important people in the scene yeah, that yeah. were making moves. I feel like to get a WKNC look at Double Barrel was like a big honor, you know. Yeah, so, I feel it. Um, and uh, yeah, just like Charles said, it's cool to see a lot more sounds than just what um, you know the boom bap soul sample yeah. stuff, which is still obviously dope. But it's mm-hmm. cool to see a lot of different styles now. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like we're starting to develop like a, a punk hip hop scene out here too. I've, I've talked to a lot of rappers out that kind of describe their music as such, and I think that's pretty dope. Yeah, you guys got none playing at Double yeah, Barrel this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, you saw? She's the crossbone sis. Yeah, I already so know. That's crazy. We're, we're really proud of her for that. And yeah. And we, we appreciate you guys giving her that look. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't even know. Like She didn't even tell us. I just saw the, the flyer. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm finna interview her soon. <clears throat> awesome. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about that, too. And we got Elijah Rosario headlining as well. So getting... Getting yeah. the local hip hop people out there. I feel like that's something you wouldn't have seen in like 2012. Is like a no. a rap artist in the middle of a of like a rock or a punk. No, bill. yeah, no, which is the way none artists. is like none is like yeah. all. Whereas like you know, uh, <laughs> like yeah. leather and yeah, black leather right. and yeah, chains. Yeah. And, yeah. She turns know, like, up on stage. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I saw a Juice Lord show and that was lit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's like our she's like our our little Rico nasty. Yeah, so she's our own Love thing. Like she's not Rico ah. at all. But facts, you know. facts. I feel that. Yeah. What would you say it takes to become a successful local artist? What does even what does success even look like to local artists? Cosmo, you want to? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Give the authoritative diving deep today. Yeah. No, SK, talk about it. A successful local artist? Uh, I mean, definitely um, being, uh, well, I guess there's there's successful, and then there's, like, the people that I think you'll, like, you'll get along with and, and grow within your own network. Yeah. Like, I definitely think being, like, humble and open-minded and, showing out for mm-hmm. other people's shows and uh, just kind of, you know, having a team for sure seems like the biggest piece of it. Like yeah, Ju- Juice Lord is a great example, for instance, having yeah, Iron Mike, yeah. having Jovi, like shout out all the crossbones. It's a perfect it's just, example. It's just a perfect example of just how that takes you to the next level, mm-hmm. you know, and I've seen that in the three or four years, well, more than that, that I've known Juice Lord, but yeah. been just following him closely as an artist. It's, you know, that, that's a key part of the elevation. So I, I'd say having a team. It's probably the biggest thing. I mean, what, what would you probably agree with that, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with that. Like, not to, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, my, my crew is the best crew. But, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> but, no, I mean, that go, a lot goes in that. And also, shout-outs to Dr. Beckman, because a lot of Thanks. his lessons, you know, Juice and I, like, that's a lot. A lot of that that we do is by design. Yeah, you yeah. You know, and a lot of that is, you know, us throwing ideas back and forth and the stuff that I learned here, you know, was big into that. And I think, like, that's, like, there's so many different versions of success now in music. Exactly. You don't have to be. Yeah. You don't have to be a signed artist. You don't have to be on Billboard mm-hmm. 100. There's artists yeah, that honestly. like make five hundred thousand a year just off of Patreon, and right. like I, you, none of us know who they are, but exactly. they've got their loyal fans that, yeah. that take care of it. So I think that's really what it is like. And you're seeing that. I, I, I've been seeing that, like a more of a business mind, be like, um, but like the front of the culture around here recently which yeah, makes yeah. me happy because like that Very like savvy. as someone who works in i work in marketing professionally and i mm-hmm. went to school for public relations yeah. and entrepreneurship i was always like that's one thing I, that was missing a while ago was like a lot of people just being good at their art and really not anything 
Like they just didn't have the business yeah, part to, yeah. to connect. That's, it. that's exactly what Doctor B be preaching. Too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> where, and a lot where, of times, like sorry, I was gonna say, where do you think that came from? Like, why do you think that shift happened? Do you think I think just because of like the accessibility mm-hmm. of like of you know social media and like information about marketing. Like right. in the past, like I'd say, like even in the past like couple of years, like the, you, you have people that. You can take free Google certifications on SEO and Google Analytics and all right, that kind yeah. of stuff. That stuff didn't exist like a couple of years ago. It's like a lot of people, I'd talk to people about it and like, you know, they have like a blank face. Like it's like information overload. And I think with a lot of creative people, mm-hmm. creative people are the types of people that kind of need to come to something on their own. You yeah. Can't really like, <laughs> yeah. You can't really force them to look at stuff. Uh, I used to have this dream of being like like the premier like marketing like arts on uh, arts marketing like person like have like a firm in the city and it's like i had to come to the realization that there's like no money in that because like mm-hmm. everyone on a local level is just kind of like still trying to figure it out and you can't like force them to like they kind of just see it for themselves yeah so the fact that people are like starting to see it for themselves and like actually going out there and doing the their due diligence to figure out how to create something for themselves like i'm seeing that that, that makes me a lot oh, god i can't talk it makes me really <laughs> happy to see people doing that and seeing that shift and um, I think we're going to see a lot more successful, like not maybe not mainstream, but close to mainstream known yeah. artists coming out of here in the next Only a matter years. of time. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. And I think uh, another important piece of that is not only building a team, but building a community around around your work, yeah, too. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, the community can carry it a long way. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I get that from people. Like when you walk into the venue, you feel like you're a part of that person's mm-hmm. like fan base. I mean, it's culture at the end of right. the day. Yeah, that's that's a big like, either you have it or you don't. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, I feel that. It's really bringing it back to the essence, you know. Like that's that's what hip hop was in the Bronx when it started. Like it was just neighborhoods and crews of you know friends, crews of friends and stuff like supporting each other, you know. Yeah, exactly. I think like I think Raleigh and Durham, like this, the Triangle area is like unique in the sense that we don't have like huge entities. That mm-hmm. like control yeah, everything. Like yeah. in New York like City, like yeah, entities. like in New York City, like you can't if you're a, you can't do what you do. You you, you there's no way you'd be able saturated. to do what you do down here in New York City. Not even just saturation, just like like you know corporate interest and yeah. people who make a bunch of money off of booking people, not really having having to take a take a chance on mm-hmm. some you know indie dudes who don't really yeah, have a following yeah. yet and need a place. You know, so I feel that. Yeah, I feel like it's it's a little bit easier to stand out out here versus like those larger markets, you know, the major cities. I will say though, like, <clears throat> and me and Juice talked about this a lot. Yeah. Um, it's like you still have to fight for every follower. In, yeah. In North Carolina. Yeah, no doubt. So, like in New York, like if you're from like a project, like if you're from like Edenwald Projects, or yeah. whatever, And like people in Edenwald Projects are are really rocking with you. Like you can have the whole like age range from like That's sixteen to like thirty something. Yeah. Pack out a whole club in New York, right? Yeah, and you can have like yeah. your monthly listens will look crazy on Spotify, but like no one gives, <laughs> no yeah. one cares about you like, outside <laughs> of there. In North Carolina, like I feel like you got you if you amass like five hundred followers in North Carolina, like like the return on investment is like so much higher because like you really had to fight for those people right. and they rock with you, like they really rock yeah. with you and they'll they'll drive like thirty miles to go see you. I feel that. So yeah, it's kind of the same way in Virginia too. I'm from Virginia Beach actually. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm always trying to put my homies on from out there too, nice. but um, yeah, we, we we got some talent out there, and um, yeah, it was like that in the beginning though. Like when I uh, left for the army, like there wasn't a whole lot of support in the community, and it was it was really tough. There was a lot of hating going on out there. Not gonna lie, but luckily, you know, people were starting to show a lot more love and really starting to come together. And I think that's that's just a huge part of it. Yeah, honestly, Asheville's kind of funny in that way too. Yeah, is it? <laughs> Asheville is cool. <laughs> It's nothing crazy. Yeah, it's so serious, goat, though, right? I, I, I guess so. <laughs> That's what they say. I don't know who that's they lit. is. Probably me. But, uh, but yeah. The they who recorded a whole song about it. That, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did a couple of those. That's right. Yeah. yeah. No, but there's a lot of that. Um, I feel like the most successful uh, people in the Asheville scene, or at least looked at in that successful kind of light, um, definitely the business-minded up front, you know, but taking it beyond just your city i don't know i know a lot of people in, yeah. in Asheville that kind of keep it there you okay. know and they probably could pack out a show most times that they do a show right, there, right. but it's almost like you know where's it where are you taking it are you taking it to the next yeah and i was actually pretty 
I, th- I found it cool. I didn't realize I'd planned this or realize till after the fact, but being able to build something out here in Raleigh with mm-hmm. a lot of folks, I was able to kind of bridge the gap Hell between, because yeah. a lot of folks- So you to do with North Carolina and Virginia. Yeah, well, we should, yeah. Well, and they, it's funny, they looked at it like just, they didn't really know how to get into Asheville over there. Like, yeah. Like they just didn't know anybody out that way. Yeah, or exactly. Or how to plan, so- I, I brought a few, yeah. Uh, my favorite one was G Amazawa. Shout out G. Hell yeah, for that. that was such a cool opportunity. OG, but yeah, Durham OG. OG, yeah, for sure. But um, but I think that's an important thing that um I realized from moving away from Asheville is like just building, building, and keeping the steps moving forward. You know, and Thanks. kind of expanding. So, but I yeah, that's that's interesting that you talk about how people kind of lock themselves in their city. Because I was gonna ask actually, uh. When should uh, artists move from their home base? Like, cause I see a lot of artists that like try to go to New York or LA to, you know, bring their career to another another level. And I feel like sometimes that might not be the most productive, or maybe it's just too early. I don't know. I always think of Jay Cole going. Didn't he go up to New York to give Jay Z his CD? Or yeah, something but that like was that? that was like twenty years ago. Yeah, like, exactly. You know what I, mean? like, I feel like it was a lot. Was it? Jay Cole's old, man. Jay Cole's old like no, me. That right? Definitely, that CD definitely went in the trash. I'm pretty sure he acknowledges that. Like that, I'm that, pretty. That's yeah. not. I'm. I, he said that's not why he got signed. Honestly, yeah. like at this point, you have like you don't really need to be in any specific place to really make it. I don't. I yeah, don't think. exactly. Um, like. You know, and, th- and obviously this isn't from experience, but like, you know, you have the internet, you have social media, you can get a fan base from anywhere. Um, and if you're, what you're doing is unique enough and you're, you know, business savvy enough about it, like we were talking about, um, you don't need to be in like LA or New York or something like that to make your. Yeah. And, and yeah. I guess, sorry, I guess it builds off of somebody may have said it earlier, just what success it looks like to you. If success yeah. is gone and packing out of the venue, Facts. Up the road, then. You know, it might take a different formulation, obviously, than just getting a lot of streams monthly. To because I know a guy who makes five hundred dollars a month off of his streams, and okay, he did his first show in Raleigh in like three years last. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah I'm shouting. But you put money out well, there. I did. I I'm pretty sure that you, so I doxed. Him, I did so. not. <laughs> yeah, I did not use his name. But you know, you ad libbed it. So yeah, but uh, yeah, but uh, but no, it just showed me it's like, oh wow, I'm you know, there's just different versions of. Well, of, that's the thing. Know. I mean, like I I went to a, um I went to a session at South by a couple of years ago, and like that the the I forgot who I think it was like an executive at Sony or something like that was saying, like, you know, don't, if you're an indie artist, don't leave your hometown. Yeah. Like, don't come to that. L.A. Don't come that, to that New York. We don't, we don't want you here because, like, <laughs> <laughs> because like, so many people, like, you know, you can do much more, you can do much more work where you're from. Exactly. Than getting out to L.A. where, like, a bunch of people are trying to make it. Yeah, yeah. And you're not even from there. So, like, what are you going to rap about in a city that you're not even from? Unless you already you know? have a following there. Like, if you can look at your stats on exactly. YouTube or and that's what you And that's what he was saying. It's it. like when, when the numbers are, are where they're supposed to be, like, you'll be able to go out to L.A. and New York yeah. anyway to do business. Like, not to just be out there, like, trying to you know, <laughs> around. work a server <laughs> job while trying to be a, a rapper, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. Right. Real. Those pay for plays, they're going to pay, pay themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also think, you know, at this point, just on a non-music level, so many people are moving out of New York and out of California, right. period. Yeah. You know, at a certain Expensive. point, it's not going to, those are not going to be like the massive hubs that they are for for Facts. anything that they are right now, Facts. right? You're going to see other cities that are expanding rapidly like Raleigh-Durham, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And also, just the, the same point Charles makes, I feel like if you can't conquer your own city, how are you going to go? Yeah, yeah. You're going to conquer else? L.A. If you yeah, well, well, my, the people in my city who know me don't like my music. They won't even <laughs> pretend to like my music, but I'm sure if I go to another city. Right. I think, I think people do it because there's this idea that you're going to like go to you know L.A. or New York and you're going to meet the like exec that's going to be like, oh, my God, the industry your people. undiscovered yeah. talent. Like We need to, we need to put you on right coat. now. And I'm, I'm sure it, you know, it happens, mm-hmm. but... You know, any more the odds yeah. aren't in your favor. Honestly. I actually yeah. have a friend who um he's he he uh moves around in a lot of um well off circles in the music industry in New okay. York and um he uh he's part he's part investor in the studio where um a boogie with the hoodie okay. recorded his first album Tough. and stuff and he works with a lot of venues 
He's a shaker. And he I was right, talking right. to him. Like I figured, like, oh my God, like this is perfect. And I was talking to him, was like sending him stuff about juice and stuff. And he was like, he's like, yo, like you guys are dope as hell, but like honestly, like it's not even worth playing up here anymore. <laughs> because Word. but all the when it comes to venues, like all the labels like buy out venues. Damn. Like okay. it's all about private parties and stuff up there. Word. So it's like unless you're like unless you got backing, like you're just kinda like yeah. pedaling backwards. You know, like an uphill battle. And like the best, and the best you can end up being is like, you know, you can be, you can work in the in the writers, like in the writers' room at a at a label. Actually, right. King Mez, King Mez came up like that. Okay, but like that's like a series, like one in eight yeah, million, yeah. eight it. billion chance of that actually working. <laughs> like he got, like you know, King Mez is awesome, great dude too. But you know, he got seriously lucky. Yeah, so. it is kind of wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Um, and Dr. Beckman preaches art infrastructure too. The venues are are huge, and propagating the the music scene out here and everywhere, of course. But I'm yeah. actually worried about the venue scene here, though. Yeah, yeah, especially like with Kings closing, like Kings that's sad. closing. I've, I've heard like, well, a lot there of stories. Is Poorhouse now, and you know, Adams Adams the man. He's like he's doing an amazing job yeah, at yeah. keeping everybody booked. But it's only you know just one venue. Like yeah, that's yeah. true. It's tough, you know. I've, I mean, I might have to put that veteran, that veteran, uh, small business loan money up. And For some, real, <laughs> honestly though, I dare you. Yeah. <laughs> I dare you. Uh, no, that'd, I'm running that'd be into, lit. I run into the same thing in Asheville too. Like, yeah. I had keys to like three different venues. If oh, I for real? Not literal keys, but yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, they all closed. Come down a little bit. They, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay, I could bet. I begged a guy through an email like multiple times. No, but I, uh, no, I could get like probably two or three different venues that I had good relationships with, and all three of them are gone. Rip. So, so, all right, Pete, so yeah. when I go there, it's like starting from scratch. Yeah, like, what yeah. What the heck do I do out here? I don't know. Yeah, damn so, pandemic been yeah. beating us artists up. <laughs> yeah. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. RIP to my to my uh residency. I missed that so much. Yeah. yeah. That was fun. <laughs> I was wish fun I could have went. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. You used to just come in the booth and just look awkward and <laughs> oh, yeah. get free drinks. <laughs> it was cool, man. Awkward. I was in the booth. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They'd be like, hey, tell him to play. Blah blah blah. I was like your middle man. <laughs> yeah. Yo, she yeah. wants to hear the white girls. Yo, it's crazy. Cause I remember like seeing like like the <laughs> You got that like nerdy white guy appeal, like that safe white guy appeal. <laughs> so like, I remember like girls looking up at you, like, like wait, he's got a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> they had that look. Yeah. dang man. I dang, pointed them out to you, but I'm you were so, I'm so awkward. You were, I you were, you know, you were called for it at the time. It. Gotcha. Yeah. You were like, oh no, I can't. Yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> They're just being friendly. <laughs> 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 no, honestly, I really. I feel like if you ever got famous, like you'd like be the last person to get famous and have like groupies that you actually do anything with. Dude, I'm. <laughs> I think I'm too awkward to be famous. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I yeah. can't do it, man. Hey, awkward is the new famous. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> shout out Jack Harlow. I don't know. Who <laughs> famous person. Yeah, I don't know who to shout out for that. Don't do drugs. You don't. You don't. Yeah. Not a womanizer. I just watched Seinfeld. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Hey, that's relatable. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. Do you feel that in our very whack brand? We go for that '90s sitcom feel. You get that in the intro. Ben was doing like a mm. '90s sitcom type beat. Yeah, I think it was kind of yeah. where it came from. Mm-hmm. I can't say that came to mind, but I'm not. I'm not the <laughs> most uh, well read with my '90s sitcoms either. I'm not gonna gotcha. lie. No, <laughs> Fails, guys. Podcast over. I didn't realize my my this opinion is the was end that of valuable. the very whack show. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I want to help the listeners just get to know y'all better. Um, ask y'all a few per- personal questions to mm. get to know you better. Um, first of all, how would y'all describe your senses of fashion? Y'all had uh, the Ugly Brand on your podcast recently. We did. Local yeah. designer has some real fly. Shout out, Gerald. Well, D Rock, yeah. you can sit out for this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have absolutely no sense of fashion. My sense of fashion is lack of sense of fashion. Is that I'll go any. I once went to every club in Las Olas, South Florida, in in. <laughs> Basketball shorts no. and a YMCA T-shirt. One of them almost didn't let me in. 
One of them almost didn't let me I'm in. I'm surprised that's how they are. I thought it was going to be, me, I I was was gonna be the other people. way around. I thought it was going to be one of them almost did let you in, and everyone else is like, no. D-Rock, D-Rock's <laughs> like the anti-fashion. Yeah. We, when, 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 when Gerald was on the show, the plan was like, we were going to do like, so I had this plan, because I used, I do photography. Like, I was going to do like a photo, like a photo, like a shoot concept for every episode. And D-Rock's lack of fashion actually killed that idea <laughs> because because Ugly was going to be up there and we were going to do like a um like a drip a drip battle. Yeah, like, okay. Like shoot a drip battle. That's and tough. D-Rock showed mm. up with like some dusty ass <laughs> Adidas on and some basketball <laughs> wait, shorts. Wait, wait, did I? And a t-shirt, a YMCA t-shirt. No, 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 or a no, 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 no. I think, is, this, <laughs> is this a fabricated story? This is not like that was the one day that I wore. This is hundred percent what happened. You might have worn your Yeezys, but you maybe I wore basketball shorts with these. Bro, you're wearing sweatpants and a sweater right now. <laughs> you got the, the Yeezys made up for it, it all. It's happening right now. <laughs> you're still cool. It's the very whack show, though. So I mean, it's someone's got to pull up. Someone's got to be whack. whack. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's in each category, someone's got to be whack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I see Charles pushing P right now. Pushing you know, I got P. the polo. I got the loud one. I'm a low head. He's, he's you know, heard I'm a little the word on the street. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, uh, streetwear is a big thing for me being from New York. Yeah. Like, you know, like, we're kind of like the originators of that. Facts. So, that's I'm never too old. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably going to be, like, in my 50s still rocking streetwear. So. I feel it. I feel it, honestly. <laughs> I just wear... Black hoodies and black pants. And then yeah, the, I feel like you have the same tracksuit on I, every I, day. I, yeah. You know it's not <laughs> a tracksuit. It's just a, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's neutral. I don't know. Goes good with depression and food stains. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just kidding. No, but I like, I, I am, I like the all black fit because then you throw on some crazy shoes, it goes with it, you know? Exactly. It accents the most important piece. It's which too is easy. The sneakers, you know? Yeah. yeah. I feel like Cosmo has like the most wild card yeah. style of us all, though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, recently I've been doing a lot of like, corporate chic because <laughs> oh I, have, I, have, I have like a front-facing office job now, so I have to like look like uh, yeah, professional, yeah. but like kind of cool. So <laughs> I feel it. Nah, but, if, if, when you pull up to the pod, like you never know, like. Cosmo could be the guy like fronting you a key of coke, or he, could, <laughs> or he could run like a chain of like gas stations. And, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. Daytona Beach. Isn't that you the same know. guy? Like, yeah, like, I was just about to say. <laughs> Wait, who's your gas station? <laughs> the plug. <for> real. <laughs> gas is getting expensive. <laughs> oh man, that's what's up. Um, yeah, I try. I always try to wear a lot of local brands. Been really yeah, big on right. on the entire local art scene you know that's another thing like that's like you know we talked about it when gerald was up there like hip-hop like fashion is such a big part of hip-hop yeah, hand in hand and um you know virgil abloh mm-hmm. rest in peace like started right, off yeah, as like yeah, yeah. you know kind of like facts. like a rapper of fashion design you know honestly yeah it's, it's all icon great. shout outs to paradiso too that's our boy from oh Crossbones. yes sir like, he, you know entrepreneurship he got that you know? fire yeah. for real facts so um yeah also um our Mikey mentioned that you were in the army I was as well I just I always thought that was a cool part of your story just because I could relate to it so well and then you went into WKNC and you're in the arts entrepreneurship program so yeah I was, I was really excited to see all that a lot of yeah. <laughs> I'm actually starting to like calm down and like kind of take it down but when I got out of the army like until from twelve to from 2012 to like 2018 like I was like doing everything I could possibly try to do. I feel it. You know, yeah, I was. Uh, that's where I, I'm at right now. <laughs> I had I, there was a situation when I was in the army where that was like pretty scary. Yeah, and um, I was I was telling myself in, in the middle of it that like um like all right, if I get out of here, in 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 one piece, I'm gonna do like every possible thing that I ever like wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big and, facts. Like music was a big part of that, so I really you know, WKC oh. gave me the ability to like do a lot of that stuff. Facts. So, yeah, yeah, you yeah. definitely <laughs> paved the way. You lo- thanks, you uh thanks. you created the local local rap lunch, yes, right? I did. Yeah, 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 still running it. That's awesome. I love that, man. I love that. Shit. Yeah, the time I love that you guys do that, so I appreciate it. Local rap lunch was really uh, important. I remember I took over for one episode, and like I had like so many more listeners than I do on my regular show. Yeah, I was like, like yeah, it was a really the, good time slot. I yeah. wasn't being funny. I was, the listener, sorry, no, like, exactly. Like, like the listener meter would like jump up. It's right, wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so. that's lit. And we got to like talk about some really cool stuff during that 
during that time. Like right. I was on local rap lunch when Trump got elected. Oh boy. And you know, <laughs> like the, the, the feeling on campus. I remember Ooh, walking God. through campus to get to the show yeah. and just like it looked like a ghost town. Oh, no. And it was yeah. one like Bag frat dude walking around with an American flag blazer on. <laughs> yeah, I and I was just, really? yeah, I a was blazer? like, man, if I didn't have to be at my radio uh, show, I would totally be <laughs> on your ass right now. But then, <laughs> but then, like, I did the show, and I was like, you know what? I'm not even gonna like do the regular format. I'm just gonna play a bunch of angry ass rap music. So I played, I played some local angry I rap feel music, that. but I played I'd be like Doctor Dre, <laughs> like old school Doctor Dre stuff, Kendrick, and all those, and like our lines were like lighting up. Like, with people just calling to, like, talk about how upset they were and just, like, you know, yeah. like, how messed up in- inside they were feeling. Like, it felt good to, like, be on the air and, like, do that for people. Oh, like, oh you mean, like, they weren't complaining? No, no, okay. no. They were calling up to, like, just, like, talk about how pissed off they were that Trump got elected. Because I was just talking, I was talking wholesale. Bet. Okay. Ished. Like the whole, the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like people were hitting, people were hitting me up. Like, yeah, man, that's what's up. Some bullshit. Some bleep, <laughs> yeah, you know? like, I had people Therapy. from the prison calling up. Like, yeah, f- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's dope. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I wasn't able to take that time slide class during that time. But mm. yeah, mm. I, I try to do the same vibe. I just run my run my local sets, but um, I do my interviews separately. Well, yeah, I feel that. Just trying to get it out there. Yeah, we not we gotta keep the you know being champions of the local scene, man. Yeah, no doubt. I gotta find someone to take. When over I got here, me. like it was like there was like no one pushing hip hop. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was kind of the the same when I got here too. We just didn't have a lot of hip hop DJs, and of course we were like in the lockdown, so everything kind of slowed yeah. down too. But um, yeah. So to my next question, actually, I want to ask y'all. Um, what is the music industry club, or I guess it was known as Wolf Tracks? Wolf Tracks. Because I don't mm. think that exists anymore. Nah, I, R.I.P. Yeah, I was looking. R.I.P. Thanks to this Hold guy. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Was it me? Nah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. The nah. second SK got involved is when the club did effectively go downhill. Okay. I don't know. I'm not saying there's a correlation. To get involved is putting it lightly. You guys signed me oh. as your artist. Hey, listen. <laughs> not saying I much. will say this, though. I will say this. Even though Wolf Tracks was short-lived, Pretty much lasted as long as I was at NC State. <laughs> um, the people, the alumni from Wolf Tracks that were like serious musicians are actually doing great things. Mm-hmm. So I am proud Hell of yeah. everybody. So like, you know, uh, Crystals, the EDM DJ, he's got like, I don't know, like over 100,000 monthly listeners on Spotify now. Oh, and like, tough. you know, uh, SK's, you know, Asheville Goat. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So... I mean, basically, like we start. I I started it with um, with another guy, Grisha. Yeah, we came up with. The, actually, I came up with the idea because I went to South by Southwest in 2015. It was my first time. Got a press pass, and oh, yeah. I was like, my mind was blown. Like I'd never seen anything like that. And I was yeah. just like this is crazy. And um, there were like schools that had like there were all kinds of like colleges that had like you know music industry clubs or okay. like school run um school run radio stations school run record labels mm-hmm. so i thought that That's concept dope. of like a school run record label was really cool honestly so i wanted to bring that back so the um professor i was talking i was taking actually there was a music industry class and i was taking that with uh his name was dr reality and he had like a bunch of credentials he had worked with like a lot of cool people in the music industry so i had talked to him about like wanting to start something like that so he helped me like kind of like come up with the with the uh, structure of it and um grisha was so, in the class with me grisha was a interesting dude man he <laughs> <laughs> he's a um he's a um he's from kazakhstan he's from kazakhstan or was uh, a uzbekistan one of the stands That's one wild. of the stands i don't remember and <laughs> he had a very thick accent yeah but he wanted to he was a he rapped okay and refused to rap his, he, his native tongue was russian okay refused to rap in russian Wanted Word. to rap in very broken <laughs> English, <laughs> but he worked really hard, and he had like, like I will give we we got, we got like to give Grisha a lot of crap, but like he had a very good business mindset, okay, and he like you know he helped get it together. I mean, if it wasn't for him, we would actually you know we, he did a lot of like the running around to get all the papers signed and everything, and like get our like corp we got like corporate level like uh, logo design and stuff, yeah. And, like, he got a lot he of really, the money too, yeah, right? He yeah. got a lot of. He was able we got to like talk to the university. As much, to get oh, yeah, we got like the top, like the most amount of money for funding. 
He's making it shake. Yeah, no, he was making it shake, man. <laughs> Annoying as hell, but he made yeah. it shake. <laughs> Sometimes he gotta <laughs> but, be right. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so like that, like you know, we had a lot of good momentum. Like we actually were doing a lot of cool stuff with Wolf Wolf tracks, right. and we uh, I came up with through my travels to Austin for South by like I made a lot of connections with like um all the major like Warner Sony and what's the other one Universal in Universal they always they always have like a college rep that works okay. at most colleges and they uh I didn't apply to those jobs but they had me in touch with the same people that those Word. people would, would yeah. be in touch with so we That's were able nice. to get like we were able to, we were able to, we had access to book those people at the university oh, and like at, like tailgates and stuff like that. Yeah. But the problem was UAB freaking hated us because we were like taking their shine. Oh. And so anytime we try to do something, like they'd be like, oh, well, they're trying to make money doing, and like, yeah, like they tried to treat it like it was like a student run business yeah. and not an organization. Yeah. So like we ran into something where Damn, like, uh, drama. Yeah, a lot of drama. <laughs> uh, we had uh, uh, T Grizzly. He was gonna do a um. He's gonna do a um. What do you call it? Yeah, a, a tailgate coming. Yeah, he's gonna do a tailgate <laughs> a with us. That was a tailgate. Oh, okay. He was oh. gonna do it. Yeah, okay. he's gonna do a tailgate <laughs> with us. And we just had to pay for like something. Like it wasn't really a, like a full booking fee, but like, yeah. we just had to pay for like a hotel or something. And like, we weren't allowed to use that money for that. Oh, and man. they they just came up like every time they just moved the goalposts on us every yeah. time we were about to do something lit we had um I was I had Lil Zan's like I mean Lil Zan but like <laughs> but still like the the flex to get Lil Zan to the to the campus would have been crazy like we had we were in contact with his managers and stuff and it was just like every time we were trying to do something they like the school would just move the goalposts on us yeah so it was like one of those things where like. Did some cool things though. But we did do a lot. Interviewed of cool Cy High. That was through Wolf Tracks. Right? We did. We got. Yeah. We did get Cy High the Prince, who's Kanye. If you anyone who's listening, like that's Kanye's. Oh yeah. Songwriter, basically. Yeah. That was the one. That was one of the the one cool lit thing that the school didn't try to throw a monkey wrench in. That was fine. Yeah, that's that one of my cool. favorite yeah. memories. Is like that whole interview, like just being oh, that close dope. and being able to talk with. It. I mean, obviously you did the interview, but just being able to watch it. Oh person. yeah. Thank you for bringing me. I got really <laughs> caught up in the negative parts, but yeah. yeah. That was really, <laughs> yeah you were, negative and parts you still him, pissed right? me off. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. Yeah, you interviewed and you did a really good job. That was yeah. really, you know, two funny you. side notes that. during that interview. Right before everything, Charles tells everybody was like, okay, so the one thing you cannot do. Do not ask him to listen to your music. <laughs> yeah, his manager <laughs> asked right. me like his yeah, manager yeah. said he that. Was, Literally just yeah. finished telling me that on the phone. Yeah, and he still told <laughs> Charles said it in the most business like like this is th- it, this is it right. There's no exceptions. Like right in the middle. Like Sci High, I'm pretty sure was like between saying things, and this guy's yeah. like raises his hand. He's like, uh, yes, and he's like, hey man. <laughs> I got this song. No. I really like to come play for you. And Sai was like, "Like you want to play it for me right now?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll pull up and I could just play it on on the thing." And he's like, "No, no man, I'll I mean, that was his no. moment. <laughs> yeah. no, and everybody no. was just—it was so embarrassing because there wasn't yeah. that many people oh, like man. live there. It was like Oof. maybe fifteen people watching. That. Yeah." And we were just all like, like "Oh, oh my god!" It was like God, a collective man. sigh of like that guy, that rapper is like a real. D bag too. I, Is he? Yeah. I don't even remember who it was. It was I'm SK the novel. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that's why that kid grew up to be SK, SK the novel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. But not like so. Yeah, we like so like the basically like when with all the crazy like annoying like admin stuff that the school was pulling. Like we kind of like focused inward on just like developing our like fellow students that made music and stuff yeah so, that's cool that, we basically it, basically it was like a straight direct line of like you know beckman's class to like yes. after school and like actually putting actually honestly what i wanted to do is like put beckman's curriculum into practice right into, oh man you know in like in a tangible way i'd love to hear that and but you know, when I graduated, like you know, I was running it like a thirty-year-old man, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and like if you know, these the, the kids who were left over when I graduated were like you know they young, like so like they they weren't doing yeah, it the same way, yeah. and like, they were always like, how, how do you keep this together? And I was like, because I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm not sleeping. That's how. <laughs> so I just basically Honestly, like though. it was like in 2017 when um juice. And I started working together, and I was like, yeah. pretty much like, I'm, if I'm gonna work with Juice, I'm gonna need to have give that my full energy. So I talked to the the people that were left at Wolf Tracks, and was like, hey, if you guys want to keep doing this, like I've got, you know, any, you guys need to help anytime. I've got you, but if not, 
Yeah. You know, don't keep on trying to do it. So that's dope. <laughs> so RIP to that. But a lot of good things For real. I would have been in there. I mean, I three out of the four around. of us are yeah. all from Wolf Track. I mean, I so. met Charles through Wolf Tracks. Like, because I think that was yeah. right around when Wolf Tracks started. I wasn't like one of the founding people in it, but I was, I heard about it early on. I don't even, might have been from Beckman. Yeah, you just used to come and troll everybody. Yeah. I really didn't like you at first. I was like, what is Beckman, it? Man. I couldn't figure it out because I was like, is he trying <laughs> to like make fun of the club? Like, is he <laughs> Yeah, I would do, a, I, like I said, I'm a malicious troll. I'm a definitely malicious. <laughs> yeah, but, but so like a lot of people, now that I'm thinking, so many people I met through that club, Anderson Burris, now, uh, I think you met in, me, right? Infamous. Have- yeah, yeah. yeah I'll part. get to that. It's one of the less <laughs> interesting Best parts of the story. Uh, <laughs> so, so Anderson Burris, me and him are cool now, but for the same reason Charles hated me, Anderson hated me too, because I would always be trolling him online, <laughs> talking about, you know, this song is trash, blah, 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 blah. Oh, man. But I met, yeah, I met Charles, I met Anderson, and like, yeah, we have long lasting relationships now i met sk well the crazy thing about how i met sk is somebody in the music industry club played his music for me and it was legitimately the first time i listened to anybody's music in that club that i was actually like this is this is good this is like really Hmm. good music this has like potential uh i'd like to think i have a good ear for that sort of thing right so like i immediately was just like yo who is this guy who's this guy i found him on soundcloud found i got somebody gave me his number and I texted him and I told him that. And then the funny thing is, I said, "You sound just like as like you're having you're gonna have no clue who this guy is because it's a really underground rapper, it's like Homeboy Sandman." And he's like, "I love Homeboy Sandman. That's my favorite." Ra-. And keep in mind, Homeboy we Sandman probably has friends. like twenty thousand <laughs> monthly listeners. So yeah, I mean, I met a lot of people in that club and the school in general. Period. We all met through NC State. You know, yeah. I met Ben in entrepreneurship class, Cosmo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I introduced them to up. SK, their producer, rapper, That's buddies. Dope. Now, now every song they drop, I should get twenty percent of it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about the details after this, but yeah, a lot of relationships built. Lawyers actually in the lobby right now. <laughs> <laughs> I see what this was. <laughs> Man, I I could go another hour with y'all, but we gotta start closing out. I do want to ask y'all one more question. It's a common I, thing I still we have run a, into a bunch. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like please. If y'all have time, invite me. I can have a drink with y'all on your now podcast. Now that you ask, we won't invite you. Now. Un- uncen- <laughs> I can I can talk to y'all uncensored though. That's the thing. Yeah, that, <laughs> is true. True. that is true. That is true. I'm over here trying to be polite <laughs> for the FCC. <laughs> but let me let me ask y'all one one fun question. I like to ask all artists just because it kind of gives you a perspective into their lives. Uh, how many hours of sleep do y'all get a night since? Um, Iron Mike was talking about how he didn't get sleep in college. <laughs> uh, now I now I'm I'm a straight up old man. Yeah. I take my eight hours. I feel and it. I love it. I feel it. You know what I mean? I wake up at five like a oh, like a really yeah, old oh, man. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Start making beats and drinking coffee and then log on and work from home. Like, hell yeah. <laughs> I go to sleep embarrassingly late throughout the week. <laughs> so probably like one a.m. and then I get up at like eight o'clock. So like you know, right. six to seven hours. But then Not on the bad. weekend. I sleep embarrassingly long, like 10, to, 10 or 11 hours. So but I make up, we catch up. And on then the post back something end. long yeah. on Facebook about why I can't figure out why he's depressed. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. But it's not I like. It. I feel it. Bang, bang. I love you, man. I love you too, my brother. <laughs> Whole lot of love. But it's not like he's like working super hard into the evening either. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you know. Oh my God. You know, it would, you, would, you would think you would think maybe he's like staying up until one, like writing all his new Working tracks hard. and stuff. But it's like you know, like watching like repeat battles on URL from like <laughs> seven years ago that he's already seen ten times. The crazy thing is when, so when, when I used to That's live crazy. with SK, he would like create say like it would be. You guys just really like turned this question and into would, an SK roast fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just funny. He would post like some crazy profound Facebook post, whatever it is, you know. Like something about life, something about girls, something about music, and then you go in his room and he's sitting like with his legs up, like a little school girl, <laughs> just on his phone, posting on Facebook with a battle going on his MacBook. Like it does not look at all like he just wrote this crazy Facebook post, <laughs> trying to get you to think about what you're doing in life. <laughs> it's alternative I intelligence. It. I love you know? it. No. Alternative. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. Unexpected. <laughs> That's funny. How about you, Cosmo? Oh, um, yeah, I uh <laughs> not I'm probably in the same camp as SK and for equally as not good. Dumb reasons. reasons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
you know. Go ahead, D-Rock. Tell the stories of you coming out at 8 in the morning. Ben was still playing League yeah. of Legends. Oh, that's, that's not true. <laughs> it was not League of Legends, okay? It was Apex Legends. Oh, my uh, <laughs> uh, But, yeah, absolutely. There was definitely days where, like, when I had just started working, like, my 9 to 5, 9 to 5, I would, like, go to sleep, wake up. Like, like go to sleep. Ben is – Cosmo is playing <laughs> video games. I wake up. This month, he's still playing video games. Yeah. I was like, I'm on my way to I work never, out the I don't door. think I ever pulled an all night. I, th- I might have I might have gone to bed and then woke up way too early to play more games. But I don't think I ever I mean, possibly, pulled an all night. I can't speak on that. I was asleep. I can't Which speak one's on worse? That. <laughs> I'm acting like an adult. You know, like... But uh, for me, I think it really varies for me. It could be like a full, I like getting eight hours of sleep, but there are days where like I'll get like three or four hours of sleep yeah. depending, on, depending on what's going on, you know? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to start closing things out. Um, first of all, um, where can they find y'all on social media? Each of you. And the and the podcast. Uh, at SK The Novelist and at The Very Wax Show is the, right? Yeah. You <laughs> might be able to find me. <laughs> Possibly <laughs> at Lord D-Rock on Instagram. Yeah. Possibly. If you're lucky. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And if you're so inclined, you can... Uh... <laughs> You can find me at it be Cosmo um, on Instagram or The Very Wax Show. And, of course, <laughs> if you felt like it, you could follow at Iron Mike Slaps. That's right. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> and at Very Wax Show, of course. Hell, yeah. It's been a pleasure, y'all. I really appreciate you sharing your stories with us today. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank up. you, man. And like, I, I, I want to just get it on recorded. I think the HS8s. Nice. Yeah, this place man. is very, uh, very hooked up since the last time I was here. Hey, Jamie well, did it right. This is the last time I worked here. <laughs> and thank you to all the listeners tuning in out there. You can check out the interview I did with Juice Lord and other local artists at wknc.org/podcast and click on Off the Record. I am DJ Whipopotamus, and I was here with. SK the Novelist. Mm. Cosmo. <laughs> Lord D-Rock. And your boy, DJ Iron Mike. We out of here. Mm. You're listening to WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Raleigh. And don't forget, we are stronger together, so show each other some love. Y'all be easy. It's the love, baby. <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> Sounded hard. <laughs> Somebody go show people some love. There's some love. Uptown. You know what I mean? Love, yeah. I love you, nigga. <laughs> 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 okay, calm down, Diddy. Calm down, Diddy. <laughs>